5G networks to mitigate COVID-19. I'm gonna start out by giving an overview of the presentation in which I will you know, describe the motivation behind conducting the literature review and then provide a briefing on blockchain, artificial intelligence, and 5G networks. I'll then discuss the conducted search results and group these results by technologies integrated, desired impact, and most specifically technology architecture, then highlight the efficacy of each architecture in achieving its desired impact, along with you know, the challenges and limitations to adoption, all of which is to identify which integrated blockchain applications are integrated potential to mitigate COVID-19, which require further research and development, and which incur insurmountable negative externalities. So in conducting the broad search over blockchain applications in healthcare, the past two years demonstrate a significant increase in those blockchain application concepts and proposals, uh, particularly surrounding COVID-19. These works uh, most largely feature the integration of blockchain with other emerging technologies to um, either prevent the spread of COVID-19, more accurately diagnose and track infection, and inform more precise data models surrounding infection and vaccination. And while existing reviews evaluate individual application architectures, no review analyzes the application strategies in terms of the technologies integrated, desired impact, and then more broad you know, technology architectures, um, all of which is basically the, the primary objective and focus and the lens from which this literature review was conducted and this presentation is um, presented from. So the primary technologies leveraged um, in the COVID-19 mitigating applications that I came across in the literature review um, involve blockchain, with artificial intelligence and 5G networks. So a brief overview of blockchain, um, you know, the, the literature review manuscript details kind of a history behind blockchain and its application in cryptocurrency. But for this presentation, the most relevant information only pertains to kind of the, the framework of blockchain, how it's used as data storage. Um, if you think of a block as a unit of data storage, um, the blocks storing data are encrypted onto an alphanumeric string called a hash. Um, a cryptographic chain links encrypted data blocks chronologically uh, that form you know, a blockchain when they're all linked together. Uh, so given this basic framework, frauding a blockchain system proves to be extremely difficult. It requires um, you know, heavy computing power because you know, editing the blocks in a change and the chain changes the calculated hash value and then would invalidate the hash of the preceding and sequential blocks, um, you know, invalidating the whole system, uh, the whole architecture as a whole. So it, it cryptographic, the cryptographic framework of a blockchain basically renders data stored in a blockchain uh, effectively immutable, which is a prime security advantage in using blockchain over traditional centralized data storage. Um, and you know, in healthcare, the main applications involving blockchain involve um, protecting electronic health records, ensuring the integrity of prescription drugs and medical supply chain, and then tracking diseases and outbreaks like COVID-19. Artificial intelligence refers to the capacity for machines to solve problems and make decisions like a sentient being. Um, those most pertinent in this literature review can be categorized as either machine learning algorithms which just make decisions based on big data and deep learning algorithms, which are a subset of machine learning that rely on more neural networks that kind of mimic the connection of neurons within the brain to you know, collect big data and then make decisions and predictions off of that big data. Um, applications of artificial intelligence include you know, imaging analysis, predictive analytics, um, precision diagnostics, drug discoveries, and clinical workflow optimizations. Finally, 5G network refers to the fifth generation of networks that massively expand the connected capacity of cellular and IoT devices. Um, it allows for sub one millisecond data transfer between devices at extremely low latencies, which would enable things like self-driving cars to interact with one another in real time. Um, it allows for internet access to small IoT devices, including smart sensors, wearable devices, and drones, which are explored in, in this review. So given all this background, the first stage in the systematic mapping process is defining the research questions, which are shown on the screen. Um, and when conducting this presented systematic review, um, the initial search on a broad scale provided context surrounding you know, the blockchain research and developments in healthcare and the industry at large. Um, and then once 
you know, that preliminary search was conducted, refined search parameters were then used to reduce literature surrounding, um, you know, the research questions at hand. So when the search string was applied, um, 255 results were accumulated across nine academic databases. Um, and then once the selection criteria were applied and results were vetted, 26 world results were deemed relevant in tackling the research questions central to this presentation. Of the 26 results, 19 presented applications integrating blockchain with artificial intelligence, nine more presented applications of blockchain and 5G networks, and three presented applications of all three. Um, and the reason that doesn't add up to 26 is because multiple papers included um, strategies that included different architectures, different, uh, even different technologies integrated to achieve the ends. Um, and, you know, beyond beyond technologies included in these, in these integration strategies, um, overlap existed in the proposed COVID-19 mitigating strategy. So as I mentioned earlier, um, these were clustered into different groups. Seven results pertain to diagnosing tracking infection, six to diagnosing infection, six more to enforcing lockdown and social distancing protocols, five to informing more precise data models, three to facilitating vaccine development, and one regarding sanitation. And then organizing these results more specifically allows for the analyzation and you know, scrutinizing the different proposed application architectures. Um, and so once these categories were grouped into whether their application was directed towards either preventing the spread, diagnosing tracking infection, or informing more precise data models, um, there were eight subsections within those categories um, that were the main technology architectures presented in the literature that are that are analyzed in this literature review for their um, capacity to mitigate COVID-19 and their feasibility of adoption today. So the first broad COVID-19 mitigating strategy involves presenting this, preventing the spread of COVID-19. Um, and the first architecture grouping within preventing the spread includes 10 results that leverage AI-enabled drones to detect COVID-19 protocol violations in public settings and then store and share the violation data on a blockchain network. Um, the most rudimentary of these architectures is captured by one application result called Drone Chain, which uh, designates drones to perform complex tasks, um, mainly public surveillance. Um, so because of the blockchain and load latent networks of the 5G, um, these drones are enabled to collaborate instantaneously um, and collaborate as one cohesive unit. These drones utilize artificial intelligence and deep learning um, for facial recognitions of individuals who aren't wearing a face mask in public settings. Uh, the notification of the unmasked individual would be shared among drones in, in the private blockchain network um, and then would signal another to you know, deliver a mask. It would also allow for the sharing of data in a semi-private blockchain um, that would protect the privacy of the transgressor, uh, but alert authorities uh, of a timestamp notification of non-compliance so they can take necessary action against individuals who break quarantine rules. So despite sharing and storing this data on a blockchain network, which protects privacy, um, you know, the acceptance of such an invasive architecture poses the most serious barrier to entry. Um, you know, drone chains fame framework, along with many others described in this review, um, kind of resemble the privacy invasive devices that uh, George Orwell describes in 1984 that, you know, record every citizen's word and action for opposition to Big Brother and like in weighing the potential public health promoting virus mitigating benefits of adopting drone chain uh, against the negative, you know, descent towards an Orwellian future. Uh, many citizens and policymakers, at least in the United States, are likely to place much greater consideration on the latter and be hesitant to implement this, uh, this technology integration. Uh, nevertheless, if, if implemented, um, you know, more stringent enforcement of mass protocols would minimize the spread of COVID-19. Um, however, this such significant barriers to entry uh, 
pretty much prohibit this from actualizing in at least the United States. Next architecture grouping within preventing the spread includes two results that involve AI robots that clean contaminated surfaces and then share sanitation status on a blockchain network. Um, and then once shared on the blockchain network, this could be uh, broadcast um, in public spaces or, or on an app that would uh, notify you know, other, other, other robots in the, in the blockchain network that a sanitation was clean, but also um, you know, users in a given network that this place is clean, you can return to safe and sanitized public area. Um, so the, des the design of this architecture is to um, increase consumer confidence in returning back to public spaces. Um, however, you know, virus spread only, you know, virus spread over services, which this is designed to um, facilitate only provide or only accounts for one means of transmission. Uh, because COVID-19 is an airborne virus, it spreads in much greater volume from person-to-person -person contact and, you know, within the air. Um, so it would have to be integrated with some sort of airborne transmission mitigating mechanism to actually elicit a high degree of COVID-19 mitigation. Um, and though, you know, it bears minimal challenges to implementation, it would also incur minimal COVID-19 mitigation. So finally, within this, um, within this first category of preventing the spread, uh, the final application architecture involves two articles that surround the development and distribution of an effective COVID-19 vaccine. Um, one result presents an architecture that basically explains how big data and AI computing power can support viral gene sequencing and protein screening that cumulatively condense the vaccine development timeline. Another um, uses a use case trial of an application called VChain that stores all activities related to the vaccine supply chain in a blockchain-based platform um, so that you know, it tracks the vaccine across the supply chain and ensures the integrity of the vaccine distribution to the public. Given the high volume of vaccine distribution now, uh, over six and a half billion doses of COVID-19 vaccines have been disseminated in 180 countries. Um, the role of blockchain in validating vaccine integrity uh, bears critical significance, uh, especially as different vaccines from different sources elicit varying degrees of disease prevention. Uh, so as new vaccines and boosters become more readily available and are disseminated around the world, um, utilizing a blockchain-enabled supply chain helps ensure the integrity of vaccine administration and would bolster confidence surrounding um, you know, the vaccine that's, that's essential in achieving greater degrees of herd immunity on, on population-wide scales. Um, and thus, this application maximizes COVID-19 mitigation with minim the most minimal challenges to implementation and represents, among the technology architectures evaluated in the literature, the most promising application strategy. So the second broad category of COVID-19 mitigation involves diagnosing and tracking infections, which includes 15 articles, um, the first of which includes nine that rely on um, the collection of data from internet and medical things and sharing these, this data on a blockchain network um, that would better inform COVID-19 detection on, um, from these physical metrics. So, um, you know, five among these five, nine articles, five um, include a framework that essentially collects imaging X-ray reports from clinical labs and hospitals that are shared on a blockchain platform and analyzed by neural networks to detect COVID-19. And case studies performed in articles, um, one of which you know, trained an algorithm with 620 X-ray images and um, grouped classes, either COVID-19 positive, pneumonia positive, or normal. Um, and then once this, once this federated learning model was trained, an algorithm was applied to diagnose COVID-19 and based on X-ray imaging and um, it produced a precision, precision metric of 0.93 for correctly identifying these images, um, which is very strong. Um, but uh, you know, COVID-19 detection has become increasingly more effective and instantaneous 
as we're over a year and a half into this pandemic. And requiring a physical scan like an X-ray or CCT scan um, is much more cumbersome than you know receiving a PCR alternative, um, which is readily available at this point and um, and not significantly less effective at detecting COVID-19 than the results elicited by the X-ray and CT scanning models. The other four results um, feature artificial intelligence algorithms that um, amalgamate biometric data in public spaces. Um, so they use like thermal sensors and 4G imaging sensors to uh, diagnose COVID-19 and uh, you know some like added the personal identification component that flags individuals with um, COVID-19 that is shared on like a blockchain enabled health identification system um, to also track and enforce social distancing. Um, and again, you know, adorning the public with these devices um, and biometric technologies would be a serious privacy, privacy infringement that would prevent its adoption um, on a wide scale in, in the United States. Second, uh, beyond medical imaging, um, six results pertain to collecting data from personal wearable devices um, that you know, detect COVID-19, prevent transmission, and enforce social distancing. Um, the general application strategy is captured by DApp, which is a proposal that generates QR code for the profile of an individual and then collects biometric data from personal and wearable devices um, to detect COVID-19. Uh, medical agencies can generate immunization certificates based on these profiles for vaccinated individuals and then share them on a semi-private blockchain to third-party public service providers like schools, restaurants. Um, and it would basically function like a vaccine passport in that capacity. Um, several limitations to this DApp framework um, prevent it from being entirely reliable, um, including you know, the similarity to other diseases. It wasn't clear um, in any of the proposed strategies or results, how it would distinguish between an illness like the flu or a cold and COVID-19, given that it's connecting by like it's collecting biometric data like uh, related to your pulse and temperature and that sort of thing. Again, giving access to third parties and the government, your personal health data is also a privacy concern. Um, and it would provide a means to track COVID-19. Um, and I think that the main Benefit to glean from this application architecture involves the vaccine passport, um, which has been thrown around, especially more recently, um, as a means to reopen uh, more readily um, as vaccines have been disseminated you know, around the world. So the third and final application architecture in this group um, involves IoT and mobile devices connected on a 5G network that record personal health data. Um, you know, one use case called PTBM kind of typifies this general architecture with um, basically includes fog nodes deployed at checkpoints that monitor body temperature and other health parameters. And when a user wants to cross a given checkpoint, they have to use their mobile device and um, it scans their identity and location information on a permissionless permission blockchain. Um, that way infected patients can't enter certain restricted areas. Um, and by publishing this on the blockchain, it you know, protects privacy. Um, and you know, the, the 5G network allows for the low latent communication. Um, so it mitigates privacy in that concern. Um, however, and, and despite you know the, the author's detailed description of the, the PTBM scheme and how it can be like um, scaled to fit uh, wider populations and demographics, um, tracking location passively um, is something that has historically shown to be uh, contested heavily by the public. You know, tech companies like Apple, Google, you know, TikTok track devices locations passively and have run into serious problems with privacy infringement. So um, you know it, it would likely uh, face critical blowback on a public from the public on that. Um, finally, the third category of COVID-19 mitigating applications 
um, the integrated blockchain and, and then 5G and artificial intelligence involve aggregating more precise COVID-19 data. So 10 articles pertain to um, aggregating more precise data to, to uh, increase the um, the models surrounding spread and forecasting the future circumstances surrounding COVID-19. Um, eight articles feature collecting data from IoT and public settings and then sharing that over a blockchain. Um, you know, results from this um, range in kind of their means of data collection from, you know, water, wastewater-based epidemiology and personal wearables and, and internet medical things um, that, you know, model infectious spread on a global scale um, that are analyzed by like neural networks and swarm learning, um, you know, to, to forecast the global spread. Um, it doesn't necessarily elicit far more accurate models, or at least it wasn't shown in the results to elicit more accurate models than those informed by the collection of data um, from independent testing facilities like Johns Hopkins uh, or independent testing facilities. And then those are channeled into national or international databases like the Johns Hopkins tracker. Um, so it has, I mean, because there's no personal health parameter involved, it has min minimal barriers to entry, but it's not particularly effective in mitigating COVID-19 in any real capacity. Um, and the final application framework um, utilizes big data surrounding the economic impact of COVID-19. It gathers sensitive economic data from private businesses and enterprises to more accurately forecast the damage inflicted by COVID-19 and better equip governments and financial institutions to provide necessary economic stimulus to, to mitigate the hardship imposed by forced lockdowns and, and interrupted supply chains. Another does has a similar framework and involves um, utilizing blockchain and artificial intelligence to collect data surrounding education systems um, and student data to inform the more effective allocation of resources and um, student records, especially in the virtual environment. Um, and while both of these non-health related applications definitely help economic and education systems navigate uncertainties in the pandemic, um, shaping decision-making based on these integrative applications, however, is difficult given the low volume of data collected um, especially on within private blockchain networks um, and analyze, you know, by artificial intelligence on such low volumes, it's not big data, um, you know, that might incur problems and not be as accurate as um, presented in kind of the literature. Um, however, if applied on the wider scale, this could be effective in um, especially calculating or modeling kind of the economic uncertainty um, in such an uncertain time. So to conclude this presentation, uh, you know, the, the breadth and scope of these integrative applications, I kind of underscore the potential for blockchain, artificial intelligence, 5G networks to mitigate COVID-19, and to provide a broad range of health applications, um, particularly surrounding a pandemic and, and disease spread. Um, however, you know, the, most of the use cases incur um, negative externalities that inhibit their practical realization or adoption, um, particularly, you know, the application infrastructures can be kind of grouped into either recording and sharing personal health data without user's consent or passively um, without everyone's um, explicit approval. Um, those would be more difficult to implement than those collecting population health data or those to inform more fine diagnostics or vaccine development and distribution. Um, and so that's captured kind of in the assessed overall efficacy of um, the different strategies and architectures proposed. Um, and if you have any questions, um, please don't hesitate to reach out. I appreciate your time and consideration and, and hope this, this presentation of, of my research in the conference overall helps expand, um, you know, the, the academic literature surrounding blockchain applications healthcare. Um, so with that, have a great day. I appreciate it again. Take care.